Hey, welcome to Younger and Older. This is Jason and Dave, and we're excited to be back with you on this brisk day. At least it's brisk by us. You could be listening in South Florida, and it's a nice, sunny, warm day, I suppose. Um, but up by here in the north woods of Wisconsin, it's a cold day. But that's all right, because it's that time of year. Do those here. warm places get boring? I don't know. Our place is not boring. No, it's definitely not boring. No. There's always something to do, depending on the There is year. not only something to do. I mean, it changes. <laughs> it, just... it does change. I have a question for you, though. I, I have an answer. Uh, I am uh, kind of a fashion guru, you know? <laughs> what are you laughing I, at? I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'll let, I, you, I usually, I'll, I'll let you continue. I usually, I, I usually wear clothes that others haven't worn yet to show them here's what you could look like. You know, oh, kind of thing. So that's how you define the guru yeah, side of yeah, fashionista. Yeah, like I don't just. Follow so would you up. say you're a fashionista? Oh uh, yeah, easily. Whatever that means, as long as <laughs> as long as that's a male term. Okay. Uh, okay. Now I'm not sure. Here's what fashionista. I figure. Here's what I've learned okay. from fashion. <laughs> okay. First of all, God, he's an authority, right? Yes. All right. In the summer, what color is the forest? Green. All right. So green goes with everything. That's my rule. Okay. Not only that, gray goes with everything. Because sometimes the clouds are gray and there's green and there's every other color there too. And blue goes with everything because the skies are blue. And okay. so really you can combine all colors with green or gray or blue. Okay. And, and then you look like what the creator did. So that's just my, my thought. So is my, that my fashion thought for the day. So tomorrow you're going to wear a green blazer. If I and had some, one. And some red chino pants. Oh, if I had one. Oh, man, yeah. That do, would look pretty sharp. Do you know sharp. what chinos are? I have no idea, but <laughs> if I had them, <laughs> I imagine I would look just fine. What about some skinny jeans? Oh, I always wear skinny jeans. Instead of getting the ones with extra room, I get the normal fit. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then I call them my skinny jeans. I, th- I think we almost have the premise of a new show. Yeah. Fashionisto hour with Dave. Yeah, well, we could do that someday. But you know what's interesting, uh, Jason, is, do you know, did you watch how cleverly I wove in God to my opinion? Yes, you you very cleverly tried to say that since God created colors, well, technically he created the rainbow too. He did. So then everything matches, right? I got it. I'm with you. Right? Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, you. Roy G. Biv. Absolutely. Pick any one of them. Violet Absolutely. and brown. Yeah. I'm. Oh, man. Beautiful. You know, violet and puce. There you go. There I mean, you go. They, yeah. I don't think you should use that word on the air. Puce? Yes. I don't think it sounds good. <laughs> but anyway, here's what's, what's interesting. Do you think your generation um, loves to make God into their own image and kind of recreate who he is and what he said and how he did things. Because that's just what I did. I just made him right. into a fashionista that approves of my dress. Right. I, I would say that, yes, I would say that my generation does that, but I wouldn't say that that's something new with my generation. No, because I just did it. Right. But, but what it is, it's hard to see. Right, because it's, it's so prevalent in the way that we think. So if if I if you got together with me and we agreed that I was right on that you okay. and I did yes and and I had used God already as my reference point right so I've used God as a reference point you and I agree right we must be right absolutely we could start our own clothing the you know younger and older clothing line yeah we could be like Y O yeah yeah that's good <laughs> email us now and we'll get you some uh, you know in the first run.
That's of, right. Of puce and brown. Turquoise. Turquoise and brown. Yeah. All right. Sounds nice. Yeah. Well. But no, I get to what you're saying because a lot of times we, we, we're set on an idea and we go and we try to support it then to make sure that it's true rather than saying, where's the truth mm-hmm. and what then dictates how I live. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We almost do it reverse wise. We're, we're already set. We've already concluded what we want to believe. And then we go and find supporting evidence for yep. it or the people that, that will help us believe it. Whether it's with clothing line, which is something silly, but in life in general. Yep. When I taught school at fifth grade, I used to try and teach my kids that a majority was not right. Right. That a majority was just a majority. Right. Because we honestly grow up believing that a majority is right. So we try and get other people's opinions to match ours so that we think we're right when we could be absolutely wrong. Right. Well, and the other thing, and this just came to my mind, Dave, is with my generation, you know, there's there's this like, well, it just feels right. You know, it's almost like we believe in our heart that it's right. You know, and it's so so feeling based. And so if it's if it feels right, it has to be right. And so then it, it's just finding the right evidence to support that it's right. And so you throw the God name around right. to give you support. Or we go on Google and, and we type in our idea and say Bible verses after it. Yeah. That way we can find a Bible verse that helps support the conclusion that we already came to. Yeah. You know, and I think we do that a lot in life. Yep. More than we should. Yep. But here's the question. As a, as a millennial, Dave, somebody that's that's grown up in a culture where... Um, I mean, we, we've talked about ob- objective truth, subjective truth, all that sort of stuff, no absolutes. But I think it's, it's, it's key to talk about that conversation again, because I believe that my generation feels that it's okay for you to believe something and it's okay for me to believe something, you know, and yours could be totally the opposite of mine. But if you believe it's true, then it's got to be true. And if I believe that's true, it's got to be true as long as it doesn't impact me. Yeah. What if they're diametrically opposed? Right. Exactly. And to me, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, mutually exclusive things cannot be both right. Right. That's just the way it is. So to think Like if we were to look at this wall, if I were to say that's blue. Yeah, and it's not. It's white. It's white. But one of us, we can't both be right. And if if we just gave each other a hug and said, boy, yeah, okay, to you the wall's blue and to me it's white. Right. We're morons. Absolutely. Because it's white. Right. And that's really the way it is. And to think that there are no truth or absolutes makes you really not that sharp. Right. There has to be truth. Now, here's the problem when I say that. Everyone says, yeah, it's what I believe. Mm. So what I believe is the truth. Now, if you can be mutually exclusive with somebody, then somebody's feeling process is, is off whack and they're believing something that's not true. Right. And that really happens all the time because there are very few truths and, and you have to understand where they're at. Right. And uh, you could start at the beginning. So I'm, I'm holding a stylus in my hand. That's very stylish. Okay, very stylish stylus. That's right. And this stylus was, um, I would ask you, did it have a designer? Uh, yes, it did. Are you sure? Yeah, because it just didn't show up. Okay. I mean, did somebody had to think through the process of that style to make sure it works. Does it have a purpose? Properly. It does have a purpose. You use it on your um, tablet device. Can I use it for a canoe paddle? Uh, hypothetically speaking, you could, but it wouldn't help you much. It's mine. I could do what I want with it. You could do what you want with it, and that would be a very expensive canoe paddle. So if you and I were going to go out on a canoe race, and I said, I'm going to use my stylus as a canoe paddle, I could do that. Absolutely. I I would encourage you to, because then I would win. (laughs) Exactly. See, the the point is very simple there. This is nothing um, that's overly sophisticated. This is a stylus. Right. But just looking at it, you've understood something. There's a designer. There's a purpose. Right. 
And there, and if I'm going to have this and use it correctly, even though it's mine and I could do what I want with it, I could use it for a dart, I could use it for a paddle, I can clean my ears with it. I mean, I could do whatever I want with this. Right. Because it's mine. However, it's intended to be a stylus. Right. And all of those other things could destroy it. Mm-hmm. So what we just did is describe truth. Right. Okay, whether we like it or not. I mean, there are people that look at the universe and they say, you know, I don't think there's a God. It just kind of happened. Like, uh, wake up. Right. I, I, honestly, look at the sun. You can, you can set your watch by the sun. Right. <laughs> it's actually how we did it. That's I mean, actually <laughs> how it all started. Yeah, it, I mean, it is consistent, all that kind of thing. So when you look at it, you can establish the fact there is a design to things. Right. Not only is there a design to things, I then have the ability to take what's mine yeah. and misuse it. Right. Okay. When you have a, a, a belief system mm-hmm. that just basically says, my belief system makes it true. Right. Then I just made this stylus into a paddle. Right. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry that doesn't work. So it doesn't work. And it can't work anywhere. Right. Belief systems need to be in line with what is. Absolutely. Otherwise, it makes you foolish. Right. And that's the thing we're having trouble with. I think if I were to encourage your generation, which learned it from mine, um, to do anything, it would be to have an outside source, somebody older, and Mm -hmm. that's what we're trying to do on Younger Older, that you can talk to and say, what do you think? Right. Right. Well, and not just anybody, you know, because I can find somebody older that supports the very thing that I'm trying to justify, too. Yeah, well, I go to Ray you know, Charles for my clothing advice. There you go. That's your choice. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a bad choice? I mean... That's uh, your choice. Yeah, see. You know, and, th- and that's the thing. And so I, I think we, like, as we talk about this, Dave, and I think this might take a few episodes to flush out, you know, it really is, where is this, where does the foundation of truth start? You know, so even as a millennial, you know, you just encourage me to go out and find somebody, you know, that can make sure that I'm, I'm keeping in check. But in my mind, it's like, well, I'll go find somebody that, that isn't going to necessarily rub me the wrong way. Yeah. You know, and so I think we need to take a step back because you talked about truth and talked about design and things. Why wouldn't you go but to I somebody who that, challenges you? Because it makes us feel uncomfortable or, it, or we don't want it to go against the very thing that we're trying to if justify. If you're so comfortable and I mean, if you're so sure of what you believe, why would you even be concerned that I would challenge you? Because, because the Holy Spirit is convicted. Yeah, there you go. I mean, honestly, if you right. really think this is absolutely right, right. If you were to come to me, Jason, for example, using a stylus. Yeah. So let's say you came to me and and, and I was saying, hey, hey, Jason, I got a great use for this. Yeah. You go, hey, what? What is it? What you got? Let's use it for a canoe paddle. And I'll look at you like, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Now, what's interesting is, is your response to that. I, what I have to do is go talk to a three-year-old. Right. They're not going to challenge me on it. Right. And They're that's not. what I want. Absolutely. I, I might get by with Aiden on this. Your son. I was going to say, my son would probably I, I might be, be like, able okay. to. I might be able to throw that one by He'd him. He'd probably think you're silly still, but he would probably be, and, he, would, he and, would go along with it. And I might be able to convince him that it's a good idea. Yeah. But I can't convince you for some reason. Right. I think people should have people in their life, number one, that are older and been in a different season. Right. Number two, they actually know what the Bible says. They've read it. They know and, what it, and there's a key thing. They know what it says. You know, they know what the Bible says. And I think that's the key foundation is that in order to know truth, you have to know what is truth. And people out there might be asking the question, well, how do you know the Bible is true? And I think that's a great question. 
You know, because in order for you to be sold on the Bible, you have to know and believe that it is our absolute truth, which yep. we do on the show. Yep. But as a listener, you might even be at a point where you're questioning whether or not, well, how do I know that the Bible's true and not necessarily, you know, Islam or Jehovah's Witnesses or okay. whatever it is, you fill in the blank. And that's where I was saying, Dave, I think we even need to take a step back and say, all right, in a generation where what you believe is, is okay, what I believe is okay, don't all paths lead to the same? I mean, that's what I've heard, you know, some Christian teachers say, Yep. you know? Like, yep. like Rob Bell. Yep. We'll just throw that name out there, you yep. know. And so what do you think about that, Dave? Yeah, no, it can't. It, first of all, all styluses can be used for all things. Right. No, I mean, it doesn't fit logic in the first place. Right, absolutely. So it, that's where you got to start is by looking at it and going, that doesn't actually fit anything that's true already. Right. right. And there are things that are true. You cannot today sit there and say there's no truth. You right. can't do it. There's colors, there's styluses, there's iPads. I mean, there's things that are just true. Absolutely. So, so if you start off with the premise there is no truth, then you can go nowhere. Right. What you need to do is say, I need to discover what truth is. Absolutely. Not make it up. Right. Okay, well, in that case, you're dismissing your feelings and you need to find somebody who actually knows uh, about life a little bit and has studied the scriptures, right. maybe knows what they say, because you have to start with a premise. Right. If you look at the universe and you look at everything that's out there, you realize there is a God, I'm not him, and that's where you start, and then you go from there. Right, and absolutely, and I would, I would fully agree with you, Dave, is that the people that we're looking for that are older us, that know the Bible, you know, if it's true and, and they've studied it, there's going to be other people and not just one person that's older that believes it. You know, and that's, as we, as we talk gonna about this more, we're going to jump into proof of it in life, too. Precisely. And we're just hitting the, the tip of the iceberg here. And so we want to encourage you to stick with us. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back here on Younger and Older with Jason and Dave. Hey, welcome back to Younger and Older with Jason and Dave. And we are just diving into the discussion about truth. You know, Dave, I think it's a very relevant discussion with a lot of the issues that are going around in our culture today. Um, and something that we don't quite understand because truth is something that that formulates our worldview. And, and what that means is it, it, it dictates the way that we respond to situations, the way that we think about different things that happen in our life and we form our opinions and ideas about it. You know, and we do it without even realizing it some of the time. And it gets to the point where we then come up with solutions and conclusions based on the truth that we've allowed ourselves to believe. Right. Um, and so what we're talking about where we just ended, you know, just before the break was, was talking about truth and how we get to the point of, you know, we can actually know the truth. You know, and, and I think it's part of that that we need to buy into, you know, because we've talked about how it's important for us as believers to have other people in our lives that know Scripture, that can, that can help us see that. Um, and I think that when, when we know truth of Scripture, you know, and, and we can kind of see people align in that sense. Yep. You know, so like, say, for example, I look to you, Dave, because you're older than me. You've, you've spent more time getting to know God. You, and, and so I see truth in the way that you live and in the way that you even speak into my life. But it would be the same truth that if I were to go to another friend mentor in my life, they would line up. Why? Right. Because you both are older. You both know the same God who offers truth, absolute truth, and you come to the same conclusions. Right. Um, I'm not going out there and finding the one person that doesn't align with you guys that justifies what I want to be true. Right. And I think that's how you know we can find, you know, not that that's the only reasoning for why it's true. You know, if you're out there questioning whether or not the Bible is true, you know, there's a lot of things you could do to research it, and I would encourage you to do that. Yep. Uh, but we don't, at least in this episode, as we're talking about truth, we're not going to dive into that um, apologetical well, I, I can argument. Give a, but, I can give a real simple understanding of that. Sure. Go for it. 
You know, first of all, I would like to say that for the last 30 years, I've read the Bible through every year. Yeah. And, and that's critical. If you're going to be listening to somebody, they need to have the context of life. And they need to, to be able to, you need to be able to look at them and say, okay, you've gone through life. You've gone through a harder times. You've gone through good times. Yeah. And, it, and you need to see that they've done that somewhat successfully. So I'm going to ask an obvious question. Okay. I think obvious. So if I don't spend time in Scripture, I can't know truth. Correct. And I can't know God. Correct. If you spend more time in media but than Scripture, you know more about other I people. Can ha- I still have an opinion of what I, who I think God is? Absolutely. If I don't? And your opinion's all messed up. Right. Because I don't, I'm, not, I'm not reading the truth. Yep. It's, Sorry, I interrupted you. you know, so and secondly, going. I mean, it's Jesus said in the Bible, Jesus said this, yeah. I am the way, the truth, the truth. Yeah. It really technically says, I am the truth. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah. Okay. Now, therefore, truth has been established by Jesus. So if somebody doubts that, here's what I want to challenge you to do. Go back and check out Jesus. Yeah. Go check him out. Right. Because either he means what he said and he's God, mm-hmm. or everything you hear on this program is a farce. Right. So I would challenge you to go and check out Jesus. Because, you know, history, apart from the Bible, you'll be able to find that Jesus lived, that he died on the cross, that he came back from the dead. I mean, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So that, that's all I'm asking you to do, because you have to come to a conclusion on who he is before you can understand what Jason and I are talking about. And, and he is God. Therefore, he said something like, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but through me. Mm-hmm. And, and what we need to realize is that Jesus then verified the rest of the Bible. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that did that. So if Jesus is God, then the Bible is God's word, and it's true, and we need to adjust our lives to it. Yeah. And the trouble that we have is trying to adjust the truth to our lives rather than our lives to the truth. Mm-hmm. And that's the key, because oftentimes we do this the second or the first, I can't remember what, you did, what order you said it, yeah. but we try to, to justify what we're living with the truth yeah. rather than allowing our lives to be justified or dictated by the truth. Yeah. Well, let me ask you a question. Yes, please do. Do your children need to understand what you and your wife do for you and your wife to love them and be their parents? Yes. They need to understand you? No, they don't need to understand me. Okay. Yeah, oftentimes, they, sorry, I misunderstood. Yeah. I, I paused because no, I was trying to think of the way you phrased that yeah, question. Yeah, sorry, I probably but no, they don't phrased need to, it wrong. That's all right. No, I totally get what you're no. saying. So you and I have talked about health insurance. Yes. You have health insurance. Yes, I have to. I don't even understand health insurance. I don't either. But I have it. Right. Good for you. Does your four-year-old son understand it? No. He doesn't even know what health insurance is. Yeah. So if you tried to explain it to him, would he understand it? No. Does it mean that health insurance doesn't exist then? No. Does it mean it's going to exist in a way that he could understand it? No. No. See, in our culture and in life, the idea of you understanding something for it to be true is a lie in and of itself. Right. A lie that we buy all the time. We do. Especially about God. Yeah. There's only one that understands everything. That's God. Yeah. And it's satanic of us to say, unless I understand it, it's not true. Mm. Because what we're doing is elevating ourselves to God level. Right. And I'm sorry, there's a lot I don't understand. Well, and sometimes we even take it a step further. Sometimes we understand it, but we don't agree with it, so therefore it's not true. Yeah, exactly. And we don't have to have that criterion either if I don't agree with it, it's not true. Right. I mean, there's so many things, even on a personal relational level. I'll ask you something that'll get you in trouble. Do you understand your wife 100% of the time? No. 
Okay. <laughs> Was that the right answer? Well, yeah, we'll end. <laughs> we'll end that discussion right there. I, I, but I know this. You love her. You spend time. I, I mean, it doesn't mean that you're angry or whatever. It means right. there are things you don't understand. Right. And the reason you don't understand isn't because you're dumb. Mm-hmm. It's because you're a male. Right. And there are some things. That's why I love when the Bible talks about um, you want to learn how to be a good wife if you're a young wife, go find an old wife who loves God, who, whose marriage is solid, and go talk to her. Because older wives will teach younger wives. Why not older men teaching younger wives? Because we don't have an idea sometimes of what we need to teach. Mm-hmm. Because we're not female, and it does make a difference. And so when you start understanding the simple truths of the Bible, yeah. everything in the Bible, everything that's true, I want to boil it down to something simple for everybody. Everything in the Bible that's true because it's in the Bible is relational. Mm. Yeah, It's relational. It's either your relationship with God or your relationship with each other. So everything that will mess you up is yeah. relational. Right. And if Satan's trying to mess you up, right. It's like, do you, why would Satan try and mess anyone up anyway? What does he care? Because he doesn't want us to love God. Yeah. Why, why though? I mean, that sounds really stupid. I mean, I, you could go love your wife, and I'm not going to interfere. Yeah. So why, why do you think he's trying to interfere? Because he, he wants us to be separated from God. Yeah. First of all, he wants to be God. Right. Exactly. Now, uh, there's been some really bad um, shootings in our country. Yeah. People walk in uh, to a church in Texas with yep. a gun, yep. and they start firing. Do you know what I think is going on there? I, I really think for a moment in history, that person wants to be feared. Mm. That's satanic. Yeah, I want to be feared because the Bible talks about there's one God, there's one, one to be feared, and that's God. See, that's the truth. Right. But he wants to be feared for a moment. And right. a gun will do that. You beat somebody up and make them fear you for a moment. Mm-hmm. And, and what you're doing, we keep trying to replace God in our culture. We keep trying to do it. We try and replace him with, with what our thoughts are, with ourselves and how right. we think and feel. If that, people don't respect me, I'll make them fear me. See, that's what we're saying. Right. They will fear me now. I got a big gun. Right. I, you know, when each man does what's right in their own eyes, we have a society that will fail. Absolutely. Go read the book of Judges in the Bible, because that's what characterized the book of Judges. And it isn't a good thing. You cannot each do what's right in your own eyes. You mm-hmm. can't. Right. And we can prove that. I mean, I, if we did that here, and I thought, this would be a good idea for me to go to Jason's house and take his lawnmower. You know, I can justify it. I, I got one. You got a more. I need to <laughs> put them together. Um, and somehow I'll justify it. And right. in the end, you could be appalled that I went over to your house and just grabbed something. Right. It's like, we're buddies. Right. I'll justify it any way I want. Right. In the end, you know, there is, you, you own it. Mm-hmm. I should have done it a certain way. Right. No matter what I felt. Mm-hmm. In the end, God owns it. Yeah. And we need to start acting in that manner. Right. Absolutely. And I think, you know, as we've been talking about different situations, I th- see this as something that we see all over the place where we, where we see truth or we sometimes don't want to see truth. So we, we try to hide the truth, you know, but we try to justify the way that we live our lives because it, beca- like what you said, you know, the satanic thing behind it is becomes about us. It does. You know, and, and that's one thing that I see, you know, you look at sin, regardless of whatever sin it is, you know, um, at the core of that sin 
is making it about us. Yeah. Is that selfishness. Yeah. And, and you know what? That's exactly what Satan's problem is yeah. and was. Yeah. And even more than that, because God loves us, we become a target of Satan. Yeah. Uh, because you love your children. If one of your children were here and I said, come here, I want to beat on you. And you're standing in my presence. Yeah. You wouldn't take that nice. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't allow that. No. So the thing is, here's what I know. I'm probably now at the edge of my physical proficiencies. That's very At the edge. Not gone, (laughs) just more at the edge. Yeah. So if I wanted to take you on and fight you, I, I might lose. Yeah. So if I wanted to hurt you, like challenging you directly isn't the way to do it. No. But I do know you love your family, mm. so I'll hurt one of them. Right now, the mafia has known that for years. That's how they operate. Right, you know, it's like you're with them, and they look and you go, "I I'll know." Give you an offering, Gareth. That's right. Or I know your mother. <laughs> you know, what I mean, it's like whenever you Except hear everybody's that, everybody's got a nickname. Or yeah, or they show a picture and they go, "So this is your daughter." That's right. Now you do that, you're saying something. Right. It's like, do you want her to have a good day? <laughs> And all of a sudden, you're manipulating like everything right, right. in that person's life because he realizes, if I want to get to you, I need to take the vulnerable ones, right, get rid of them and hurt them right. in front of you to manipulate you. Right. That's what Satan's trying to do. He can't get God. Right. There's no way for him to beat God. Right. But he can beat us. Mm-hmm. And the way he does it is through deceptions lies and deception is so dangerous because you actually believe something's true that's not right right so why would you change right that's what's so dangerous about it people don't change because whatever i believe is right Mm -hmm. and i'm not going to change and then they're miserable right i was reading a book and i was reading it and it, it said too many people spend the an inch of their life preparing for eternity when they had a whole yard to prepare for it. Mm. And the inch is at the very end. Yeah. I don't know how many people until tragedy strikes. Right. Um, you know, I have a, a friend who died of AIDS and earlier in life he was involved in some homosexual relationships and he contracted AIDS and he called. Mm. My dad was his pastor and he called and talked to him. And a young kid came to camp, memorized verses, and went to a college where he got involved in things he shouldn't have got involved in. And in that process, um, he contracted a disease he could not get rid of and eventually died very quickly from it. Mm. And when I look back on that, I think, you know, this was so tragic because for a moment in history, you let your feelings and your emotions overtake you. Yeah. Regardless of where you got them from, you let them overtake you. And I think, Jason, we should spend some more time on this, uh, some more time in future programs on the feelings and the and how how we can get messed up. Because right. if we abandon truth, we're in trouble. Right. And it will be evident by the end of our life. Absolutely. And then it'll be too late. Yes. To do anything about it. And so, as you're sitting out there listening, if you are, you know, just being 
poked by the Holy Spirit in this show. I want to encourage you to respond. And if you need somebody to respond, find somebody around you, go to your church, go to your pastor. Go to our website. Go to our website. You know, go to relate365.com and you can reach out to us there. And you can even listen to some of our past episodes and and do some research there. But um, we just want to encourage you to to pursue God, to love him and to love others around you. This is Jason and Dave on Younger and Older. We will see you next time.